Good evening. Today is Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. Our readings are Psalms 112 and 113, Exodus 17, 1 through 7, Colossians 1, 15 through 23, and John 7, 37 through 52. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. O gracious light, pure brightness of our ever-living God in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, creator, incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalms 112 and God, happy are those who fear God, who greatly delight in her commandments. Their descendants will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. They rise in the darkness as a light for the upright. They are gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with those who deal generously and lend, who conduct their affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. They will be remembered forever. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in the Lord.
Their hearts are steady. They will not be afraid. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. They have distributed freely. They have given to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn is exalted in honor. The wicked see it and are angry. They gnash their teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked comes to nothing. Praise God. Praise, O servants of God. Praise the name of God. Blessed be the name of God from this time on and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of God is to be praised. God is high above all nations, and her glory above the heavens. Who is like our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? She raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and princesses, with the princes and princesses of her people. She gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Exodus, chapter 17, verses 1 through 7. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages, as God commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test God? But the people thirsted for, there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to God, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock. and water will come out of it, so that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massah and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled and tested God, saying, Is God among us or not? Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle C, the Song of Hannah. My heart exalts in you, O God. My triumph song is lifted in you. 
My mouth derides my enemies, for I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like you, nor any rock to be compared to you, our God. Do not heap up prideful words or speak in arrogance. Only God is knowing and weighs all actions. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the weak are clothed in strength. Those once full now labor for bread. Those who hungered now are well fed. The childless woman has borne sevenfold, while the mother of many is forlorn. God destroys and brings to life, casts down and raises up, gives wealth or takes it away, humbles and dignifies. God raises the poor from the ash he- God raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with the rulers and inherit a place of honor. For the pillars of the earth are God's on which the whole earth is founded. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Colossians, chapter 1, verses 15 through He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might have to so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to herself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of the cross. And you who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his fleshly body through death, so as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith, without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
Canticle L, A Song of Christ's Humility. Though in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not cling to equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness. Being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is God, to the glory of God the Father. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 52. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive, for as yet there was no Spirit because Jesus was not yet glorified. When they heard these words, some in the crowd said, This is really the prophet. Others said, This is the Messiah. But some asked, Surely the Messiah does not come from Galilee, does he? Has not the scripture said that the Messiah is descended from David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David lived? So there was a division in the crowd because of him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. Then the temple police went back to the chief priests and Pharisees, who asked them, why did you not arrest him? The police answered, never has anyone spoken like this. Then the Pharisees replied, surely you have not been deceived too, have you? Has any one of the authorities or of the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, which does not know the law, they are accursed. Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus before and who was one of them, asked, Our law does not judge people without first giving them a hearing to find out what they are doing, does it? They replied, Surely you are not also from Galilee, are you? Search and you will see that no prophet is to arise from Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
I believe in God the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, for the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use suffrages A. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness, through the mercies of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
O God, by the leading of a star, you manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth. Lead us, who know you now by faith, to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. Through Jesus Christ, our God, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. thoughts on the readings and I'll be rather quick tonight because I don't have a whole lot of time. I've um, I've spent some time journaling and so uh, that leaves me needing to kind of um, be more succinct than usual. Isn't that a great opportunity to exercise the economy of words? <laughs> um, I took the time to journal, thus I have a little less time for um, for prayer, which sounds kind of terrible, but I think journaling can be a kind of prayer. We've talked before about praying being all kinds of things, but our psalms tonight, uh, Psalm 112 is what I think of as like a legacy psalm. Uh, those who love God, this is, this is the legacy that they are inheriting and will in turn pass down. And verse 7 particularly spoke to me tonight. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in God. We talk a lot about the only true security and peace being found in God and not being afraid of the bad news because we know that God is there with us, that we will be okay, that no matter how terrible it is, all is with our soul and God will accompany us through. Since I'm working night shift right now, it stood out to me in Psalm 113 that it talks about Blessed be the name of God from the rising of the sun to its setting. And I'm, I've written my margin. And night too. <laughs> the other way around, also from the setting to the rising. Um, I do think it's true that there are particular times of day and night um, that lend themselves to particular kinds of prayers, like those doors are, are kind of unlocked. I think it's all part of like diurnal rhythms. And, and I definitely, I know that it affects me deeply to be um, in motion and awareness opposite to the sun. 
I love the quiet stillness of the night and I rise when I'm on a regular schedule I rise so early that it's really not morning it's really still night and I love that beautiful quiet time but I love sleeping with the moon and I've been focusing you guys might have might know this because I've been talking about it a little bit but I've been focusing so much on on like sleep life because I know it's not empty that it is full and it, it has its own awareness and it's nourishing and it's not wasted time and all that sort of thing um, and so I think that the night and our time in sleep is really important so I'm not discounting that at all but being off kilter it is rough uh, during the time I spent in Okinawa, I felt like the shift work I did there, I remember saying, I feel like this has taken years off my life. And definitely, I would say it is hard to be my best self when I am not on my most conducive schedule. So I have a lot of empathy, not just for my coworkers, um, but also for those everywhere that are outside of their natural rhythms. And so I pray that that God grants them a supernatural rhythm, a holy rhythm that nourishes and protects and guides. I love too that we talk about God looking down from heaven and I think about what that perspective is, that from the height of heaven, God can see everything. And then of course the the redemption, the examples of redemption. Right, our Old Testament reading from Exodus um, lines up extremely well with our gospel reading. Um, so Exodus talks about God and I love this. God says, I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. So God is right there and God works the miracle through um, Moses to, to give his people water, life-giving water. And then Jesus talks about being the living water and giving giving water parching thirst i don't i don't think there's any desire need you know more great than than thirst right because water is a primary source of life and i don't think we want to miss that that jesus takes it also one step further and says that out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. So the people are thirsty. God provides. God provides through different, first, in the first example, he provides through Moses. Now he's providing through Christ and in Christ, and then Christ tells us that he is in us. So we can provide Christ and life-giving water through, or we can allow it to be provided through us. It's not, it's not coming from us, right? It's coming from God. But that our hearts become wellsprings of Christ. 
of the living water. For each other, for ourselves and for each other. I've been doing all this studying lately on self-compassion, which is more than just a buzzword. It's kind of a buzzword right now, but that is life-giving. Christ is life-giving. There's so many different ways in which Christ gives life through us to each other. And I just think that that's so beautiful that he didn't just choose an earthly vessel the one time, the one life. He continues to choose earthly vessels. He continues to choose us. So we did that like a little bit out of order and we're kind of going then from the gospel to to the New Testament reading. And this one is a little confusing for me. Um, yes, it's absolutely beautiful that, that God is the image, that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So in Jesus, the invisible is made visible. May we have eyes to see. But thinking about all thrones, dominions, rulers, or powers have been created through him and for him. A lot of the thrones and dominions and rulers and powers in our present time, and I believe in Jesus' time as well, are so distorted and warped. And I think that means that they have turned from their original purpose and creation into something else and must be redeemed. But it takes a little mind-bending, that particular concept. And my footnote here says, refers to the powers as hostile cosmic powers. I think yes, I think it's all about reconciliation because it goes on in verse 21 on and you who were once estranged and hostile in mind doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled. So yes, I think that this is talking about reconciling the powers that they are reconciled through Christ. And I think that, that should give us hope because then what is warped and twisted and wrong can be made right through Christ. It's not just that no one is hopeless. Nothing is hopeless. And I think that maybe we are called even further, not just to renounce and banish hostile evil powers, but to give them to Christ for redemption. to be on destruction, to restoration. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, 
we remove far from ourselves hostile powers and evil spirits and we give them to you, O God, to redeem and restore. And we remember that it is not our job to fix and make whole. It is yours. And so whether it be people or principalities that we encounter today, may we pray and offer to you and ask what, if anything, you would have us do. And know that often the answer is simply to release them to you, to relinquish control and force and to pray for your will and your will alone to be done, O God. And so in this time of turmoil and chaos, assassination, and airstrikes, Iran and Iraq, and the Ukrainian plane crash, misery and loss, and also joy and blessing. All of these things, God, we acknowledge, we see with the sight that you have given us. We focus our energies into prayers for these people and places and climates and things and spirits and institutions and rulers and powers. And we pray that they would be given unto you for your work to be done. Make them whole, oh God, make us whole. Redeem and restore to your intended purpose. It's hard for us to fix. We cannot. It is impossible for us on our own because we, we do not know your intent. You had a vision when you created each one of us and each one of these things. Show us what is our part Show us what co-creative effort you need from us in this process. And let us humbly give ourselves to that purpose, remembering always that it is your work and your power and your healing and your restoration. What a relief and blessing, O oh God. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Almighty God, Mother of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. 
We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.